Yo, today's QOD is what you don't deal with will eventually deal with you. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Simon T. Bailey on the show today, and he's going to show you how you can become your very best self by doing three things. Number one, claiming whatever it is that you want. Number two, accepting rejection as redirection and also letting go of what is no longer working. Simon T. Bailey, he's coming up. A lot of my work over the last few years has been around this whole concept of brilliance. Everybody say, Simon says, I am brilliant. Now we're gonna say it again with power, feeling, conviction. I know it's early in the morning. I want you to use your outdoor voice indoor, find your inner chutzpah, and on three says, Simon says, I am brilliant. One, two, three. All right, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm brilliant, but I'm a little concerned about you, okay? I am brilliant. <laughs> Which one of y'all kicked me, all right? So, <laughs> when I first started writing and talking about brilliance, I based it on some of the research work of Dr. Howard Gardner, who is professor of education at Harvard. Dr. Gardner, he and his team of researchers did an interesting study over a 20-plus year period, and what they discovered is that children up until the age of four are operating at the genius level. The same group of children were studied in their early 20s and only 10% were still operating at the genius or what I call the brilliance level. And in their late 20s, early 30s, only 2% were still operating at the genius or brilliance level. So the question that you have, like I had, oh, brilliant one, you do know that you're sitting next to oh, brilliant one, right? Just look at your neighbor and say, good morning, oh, brilliant one. Good morning. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm glad you finally recognized. You may be slow, but they're worth waiting on. So the question you have, like I had, is where did this genius or brilliance go? It didn't go anywhere, but it became buried by a society that says color within the line, sit down, give it back, you can't do this. And the more you continue to hear what you can't do, where you can't go, and who you can't become, there is a neurological path that is created in the brain that causes individuals to shut down. So people have this potential, they have this insight, they have this genius, they have this ability to succeed, but they show up at a place called work. Or they show up in an environment that doesn't get them. So what I've understood is that men and women who shift their brilliance understand that their brilliance is released in an environment where they are celebrated rather than tolerated. And when I'm in an environment that celebrates me rather than tolerates me, that environment invites me to be a vitamin, not just an aspirin. And when I understand how to be a vitamin, not just an aspirin, I really understand that I exist at this period in history not to make an impression, but to leave an imprint. What started me on this journey a number of years ago, I was sitting at my desk at the happiest place on earth called the Walt Disney World Resort as the sales director of the Disney Institute. And whenever you work at Disney, Mickey Mouse rule number one is you never talk to the media. Well, somebody spiked my coffee that day and I decided to talk to the media. So 
A journalist called me and said, Simon, where do you see yourself 10 to 15 years from now? I said, I see myself as the president and CEO of the Walt Disney World Resort and eventually the chairman and CEO of the Walt Disney Company. He puts this in print. So this article comes out, page 12, Florida Business Trend Magazine, February 2002. You can still Google it to this day. And my boss calls him in the office and he's like, dude, help me. What were you thinking when you did this interview? And I said, Larry, I work at this company whose motto is, if your heart is in your dreams, no request is too extreme for when you wish upon a star, it makes no difference who you are. <laughs> but obviously it does here. So, <laughs> it's funny today, it was not funny then. <laughs> so a couple of hours later, HR shows up and uh, they said, we need to sign a little piece of paper. And so I signed this little piece of paper that went into my personal file. And let's just say Disney didn't fire me that day. But about a year later, I heard the footsteps coming and they were not singing, it's a small world after all. <laughs> so what I began to discover in that moment was never ignore an expiration date. Because there's a song that I learned years ago, you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You never count your money while you're sitting at the table, there'll be plenty of time for counting when the dealing's done. Y'all didn't know a brother knew a little country, huh? So uh, <laughs> there will come a moment when you are being invited to go to another dimension, but you will have to let go of what no longer works. And when you begin to let go and never let things move past an expiration date, what you're really saying is that I am setting in motion those things that want me. Because what you want, wants you. Florence Shin, in her book, How to Play the Game of Life and When, the book was first imprinted in 1925, makes a very powerful statement. She says, the phone was seeking the bell. The tire was seeking the car. The computer was seeking the internet. What you want wants you. So when you know it's time to let go, you can let come what wants to emerge. And so I recognized that I had worked at Disney, great company, I learned a lot, but I reached a place, well, it no longer worked for me. And I had to let it go, I had to walk away. I cashed in my entire 401k with significant Disney stock, took out a line of credit on the house, turned down four jobs, and I did it right when our country was going to war with Iraq for the second time, and corporations were laying off by the hundreds of thousands. I am here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there will never be a perfect time for you to become the person you were meant to be. Everybody that has been assigned to aid and help you on the path to your brilliance, the moment you make a U-turn, the moment you say yes to yourself, do you know that research says that by the time a child is 17 years of age, they have heard no 150,000 times and only yes 5,000 times. So the moment you say yes to yourself, everyone that has been assigned to aid and help you, when you get to a place called there, they will be there, but you get there in here. And, 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 and when you get there in here, <laughs> it is an alignment of head, everybody say head, head. Heart, heart, and hands. 
When I have an alignment of head, heart, and hands, my feet will follow. But here's what I've discovered on the journey. Rejection can be the greatest gift. Have you ever experienced rejection before? So I leave Disney, turn down four jobs. I've got a, about a three-year runway for this to work. If it doesn't work, I got to go crawling back. Please, Mickey, I need my job. And I'm out here, and there's an organization called the Million Dollar Roundtable, which is very prestigious in the financial and insurance industry. And anyone in my speaking profession really sees speaking at the Million Dollar Roundtable as a rites of passage. They've had some of the best of best. I submitted my video for 10 years straight, and I was rejected 10 years straight. I would get a Dear John email, sorry, we didn't select you. Please submit a proposal next year. And for 10 years straight, I said, seriously, really? Was it the spinach in my teeth? Well, you, know, you know, like, what's up, right? And I started beating myself up. And I happened to be thinking about what could we do, I was talking with our team, and we said, what, what if we got a coach? And we just didn't get one coach, we got two coaches. And the coaches began to help me understand my areas of opportunity and my blind spots. And here's what I discovered. What you don't deal with will eventually deal with you. I'm gonna say that again. What you don't deal with will eventually deal with you. When it is time for you to make a U-turn and shift into your brilliance, we will have to come to a place where we're willing to do the work. And when I recognized that I wasn't all that in a bag of chips, that I had some ugly babies, that I had some things I needed to deal with, all of a sudden when we submitted the video the next year, Million Dollar Roundtable said, we have looked at 800 videos and out of 800 videos, we have selected you as our number one speaker. <laughs> to address 9,000 people from 72 nations in Toronto, Canada. And what I recognized, the 10 years of rejection were totally worth it because rejection was the gift to invite me to step up. Just because, how many of you are in sales? How many of you are in sales? Let me just say this to all of you that are in sales. Just because you are rejected, no doesn't mean no against you. It just means no, not now, or there's another way to go. Because catch this, the fortune is in the follow-up. How bad do you want it? That was Simon T. Bailey. His website is simontbailey.com. You can check out today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called This Is What's Holding You Back from brilliance all right my friend pick up your qod merch we got hats we got mugs we got tumblers we got tees we got hoodies we got zip ups we got all kind of cool stuff over for you at qodmerch.com also follow me on the instagram at sean croxton i will see you tomorrow i'm out peace mm -hmm.